Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of Ladies Who Punt is brought to you by Inglis. Inglis has had over a century of turf champions go through their sales rings. And now with their pink bonus series, there has never been a better time for women to join in on the fun of racehorse ownership. That's right, Grace. With the bonus prize money up for grabs, the Pink Bonus Series is a great initiative to get more women involved in racing, making Inglis a fabulous partner to ladies who punt. We can't thank them enough for supporting our podcast and the representation of women in the racing media. Field is ready. They're racing in the Oaks. Hello and welcome back to Ladies Who Punt. We are the podcast that aims to decode the sport of horse racing one topic at a time. My name is Fiona Blair and with me today for a very special country racing episode is my co-host Grace Ramich. Hello, Grace. Hello, Fee, and hello everybody listening into another episode of Ladies Who Punt. Yes, we've got a very special feature episode today where we're speaking to a very special guest all about country racing and the reason fee that we've chosen this time of year um, to to do this topic and to cover country racing and, and country cups is that we're off the back of the spring racing carnival everybody is sort of just like well that was a lot really busy really hectic it's been amazing but let's just bring it back a couple of notches and have a bit of a chill time but we still want to be following along with the racing well the exact answer to our dilemma is country cups because each and every weekend if you have a look at the calendar generally on a sunday but some also on a saturday and sometimes on a friday as well you'll see that there are country cups galore all around victoria at the moment um and it's an amazing time of year for especially if you're attending one of these racetracks to just go and soak up that wholesome charm that is country racing yeah you're right grace like i feel like everyone's sort of suffering from a post-spring carnival slump into the christmas wind up of getting everything organized there and (laughs) we want to enjoy our racing but just you know yeah more chill just go out enjoy take the kids to a lovely beautiful, family-friendly country track. Country racing is really the heart and soul of racing in general, I would say. Like the passion that the people have in these small, smaller communities, volunteering their time to keep their clubs open and running and beautiful and organizing these incredible days. Like you just can't fake that. That's That's true passion and that's true love for their club and for the sport so that's the beauty of country racing that beautiful feeling it gives you when you walk onto track and know that you're there for a good day chill out enjoy the races and have a bit of fun before we get penny on to chat with her about her role at the wimera racing club where she's the club manager um, we are running actually a merch giveaway competition at the moment grace so we have three merch packs up for grabs 
which include our race day scarf, our cap, and our ladies who punt mug. And the way that you can secure one of these is just by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. So where you're listening to it now, I would say most of you, all you have to do is go to our main page and leave us a review and you can go in the draw to win one of three merch packs, which is very exciting. So if you want to do that, you can actually just hit pause now. We'll wait for you uh, before we get into our interview with Penny. So hit pause, go and leave us a review. And then when you come back, we'll go straight into our interview with Penny Penfold. Well, Grace, we are joined by a very special guest today. We are joined by Penny Penfold, who is the club manager of the Wimera Racing Club. Hello, Penny. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Faye. Hi, Grace. Thanks for having me. It's it's great to have you. Uh, we are very keen to pick your brain today about what it is you do at the Wimera Racing Club and also just about country racing in general and the important part it plays within our industry. But let's start off really broad. What does your role at Wimera Racing Club involve? It's kind of a, it's a little bit of everything, to be honest. So I um I'm the manager of the Wimmer Racing Club and then under Wimmer sits a number of other clubs um, within the region. So Wimmer is kind of a club of clubs uh, and, yeah, I also manage uh, six clubs, sorry, seven clubs, six clubs under Wimmer and then one outside of Wimmer in the Mallee wow. region. So, Penny, we often um, will talk about on Lady Sue Punt, you know, big race days at Caulfield or at Mooney Valley. We have the Cox Plate Carnival, obviously Melbourne Cup Week at Flemington. These are all big events. These are all big carnivals um, that we have in some of our metropolitan racing clubs. Tell us, um, is it correct in the understanding that what you do is essentially manage micro versions of those clubs but seven of them? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much spot on. So obviously I don't do it solely. Um, I have um, great teams behind me and those teams are usually committees and volunteers. Um, so I guess collectively, yeah, you're, you're spot on. Um, obviously it's on a different scale uh, to to those metro type meetings. But yeah, for these um, smaller clubs it is. It's their, their grand final, their carnival, uh, their big day. And what would be the big days for you within these these clubs, Penny, that some of our listeners might have attended or should attend in the future? Well, look, uh, yeah, so, I mean, as I said, I'm across the Wimra and the Mallee region. Um, my, my bigger days are really, you know, obviously country cups. Um, the the once-a-year kind of uh, more community Cup days are generally the bigger ones. Uh, they seem to be, I think, the ones that the 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 general public and community really get behind uh, and support. So, in general, yeah, they're, they're the they're the bigger days. So, um, you know, your your Sonana Cups, your uh, Great Western Cups, your Mount Witchy Proof uh, Cup days. You know, they're all they're all massive on a massive scale for those small towns. And, um, yeah, they're, they're some of my gems, I guess. <laughs> when I hear you, Penny, mention some of those big cup day 
um, names. To be honest with you, I haven't attended a St. Arnold Cup. I haven't been to a Great Western Cup. I haven't been to a Witchy Proof Cup because Witchy Proof Cup Day is on Derby Day for those who are interested and I know that it's an amazing day. Even though I haven't been to any of those cup meetings, I just feel something, I don't know, something special inside me to make me feel like <laughs> that is a great place to be on those days, that sense of community, that sense of wholesome grassroots racing. Um, I don't know, it makes me feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. Can you explain to our audience what is so special about, you know, those types of cup days and just in general compared to any other race day on a Saturday that we on Ladies Who Punt talk about frequently. What makes country cup days so special? Yeah, it's, um, do you know what? I, I mean, it also gives me the warm and fuzzies. I, yes. you know, these, these, <laughs> these clubs, you know, they give it their all, right? They're, it's their, their race day, their club. I mean, um, yeah, country racing at the moment's using the, the catchphrase. It's our country racing and, and it's spot on. Like, it, it, it just means so much to these towns and communities, uh, so much so that, um, you know, it's almost like they're, it, it, like if you go, I, I don't know, for example, say the the Sonana Cup committee room on Sonana Cup Day, well, I mean, those committee members, they're, it's almost like they're inviting you into their home um, and, you know, they're sharing their hospitality with you, uh, showcasing their day of which, at, at, at the, of their community, of which they're just so utterly proud of uh, and and just so humbled to have people come to their day that, yeah, it, it's, um, these people are, they treat it like, they treat it like their own, they treat it like their home, uh, and they treat you like their family, which is, um, you know, which I think it makes it incredibly special. Uh, and, you know, probably separates us a little bit from Metro in the sense and, and, and not to, not to, not to say, uh, you know, Metro doesn't do this. I'm sure they're, they're equally as, but, you know, the, these are the, these are the volunteer committee members inviting you to their race day to showcase um, their day and their hands-on uh, whilst they might be entertaining you in a marquee or in a committee room. I mean, you know, if I if I or someone else give them a call to say, hey, um, the generator, the power's gone out on the generator, I mean, they're, they're the first people. They're the first people there to roll up their sleeves and fix it or, you know, the, um, I don't know, whatever, whatever the example may be, but, you know, they're hands on and they're, you know, they're there to showcase their day. I think you've absolutely hit the nail on the head there. It feels like home. It is their homes. And it's when you walk onto that racetrack for that day, um, it's just personal. Like it, you really feel like you're mm. being welcomed with open arms. Um, and you can sense that all hands on deck atmosphere from the minute you walk through the gates. And, you know, I've been to quite a few country cups, not necessarily in the Wimmera, um, but that's exactly it. And something else, Penny, that I absolutely love and would absolutely encourage people to do because I love doing it is when I get spare time, travelling to these country tracks and actually seeing different parts of Victoria. So if anyone, no one has been up to the Wimmera or the Mallee region, some of the best land, some of the best areas in all of Australia, 
and being able to go out and explore and go to these new country tracks, not only is it a fun adventure, once you get to these country tracks, I've been in the committee rooms, as you've mentioned, it's like walking back in time. You know, these these grandstands haven't been touched in a hundred years, if not longer. Some of these clubs have got the richest history. Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. You know, getting off the Oh, I don't know the highway, so to speak, or the you know a delving into those the country is absolutely the way to go, um, and that I think is where you will find you know these true racing experiences. And and you just touched on the landscape. I mean, the landscape to get there varies significantly depending on where you go uh, at the minute, and particularly over this spring uh spring carnival campaign uh you know all the farmers are out it's harvest um the headers are in the paddock they're they're going hard there's you know just at the start of spring there's canola in the fields and they're all this bright yellow magic um magic color so getting there is half the fun uh and then once you're there i mean obviously enjoying the race day uh you know, that, that's primarily, um, you know, the experience we're delivering. We want to deliver a great race day. We want people to come back. We want people to tell their friends how good it is. Uh, but then they also get, you know, after the race day is uh, finished, I mean, they move into the town. They might go out for dinner. They go to the local pub uh, and they just enjoy uh, all that, you know, all that that town and community has to offer. So, yeah, in, in terms of where to where to go and what race days to see, definitely get off um, you know, get off the get off the Bade Highway if you can. Not not to say, um, you know, the 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 clubs on the highway definitely have their charm uh, and their place hundred percent. But yeah, I think um, the true country experiences can be found um, and those personal touches and the that personal hospitality and, and home like feeling can be found uh, at, you know, within these smaller communities. And Penny, what does it mean for the communities that you're talking of? <clears throat> like you said, that once the race day's finished, the racing public will then go out into the town and, and have dinner. Like it must mean so much to the local economy and to the small businesses in those communities to have those crowds come through. Yeah, it, it, it really does feel like the, I guess, the economic flow on benefits uh to to those communities are huge uh you know whether it be through the local tourism provider or the local um hotel or motel or caravan park who you know who gets uh gets booked out over that weekend tick uh whether it's to you know the food and beverage providers in the town who also get um you know get packed and and booked out that's you know that's a huge flow and effect for them as well um but i think just in terms of what it means to the town towns and communities like i mean it also showcases to a large audience um you know your town and your community so um you know people and and racing racing really does that well like we you know we bring you know we bring outsiders into into these smaller towns and smaller regions uh and look you know they may not choose to necessarily go to nil on boxing day but you know if you've got a horse running uh or if you've got an interest uh you know well, you might go to nil on boxing day and um watch the horse run and you might stop at the local bakery or you might have dinner at the local pub um afterwards or you may even stay the night so um 
Yeah, like the economic impacts are are one, uh, you know, are huge really, as well as the social benefits as well um, in terms of, um, you know, just I guess bringing people together, um, friends and family, having a good time, like it's, you know, it's it's something that racing does really well. And I can imagine not not even just with the locals as well, there'd be, um, you know, plenty of new dress purchases, plenty of new tie purchases, plenty of hair salon bookings on the morning of Sananit Cup Day, you know, all those sorts of things, um, as is the case when it comes yeah. to, um, you know, well, I suppose as is the case when it comes to any carnival anywhere, the community of where that race is being held just comes alive and it's an absolute buzz and it just makes you so happy. It's sort of just like Christmas, I suppose. It's just that um, communal <laughs> feeling of joy spirit. and excitement it's about spirit. a collective thing. It's it's spirit. It really is. You're, <laughs> you're spot on, the, the spirit of racing. Um, and, again, it, it's something that, that we you know, deliver, I think we really deliver that well, you know, we, you know, we can bring people together. Um, some are, you know, most are racing enthusiasts, some that attend aren't, and that's okay. They're there for the party. Um, they're there for the atmosphere. They're there to connect uh, with their friends and family. And, and actually that's okay. Uh, Cause at the end of the day, you know, it, it's bringing, um, you know, bringing that community together and, you know, they're having a good time. Penny, tell me if I'm correct in saying when it comes to country cups and sort of, you know, the main events that we're talking about um, in the in the country racing calendar, it really is over the summer period, isn't it? That's sort of when um, the whole thing comes to life. Is that correct? Yeah, in terms of events, yes. So, uh, you know, you know, spring and summer, definitely, although obviously there's, you know, winter, winter and autumn racing as well. Um, however, you know, the the big days and the country cups. I mean, everyone gravitates towards spring and summer um, for the nicer weather, although that's been somewhat debatable <laughs> in the last little <laughs> as to whether it has been uh, a nice weather. But, um, but yes, yeah, so, look, it is, in terms of events, it, it is kind of condensed, uh, certainly for me, in spring and summer. Um, although, you know, I, I, I work for a number of other clubs that are, you know, winter winter racing tracks as well, um, you know, and that's Donald. They race right through the winter and, and carry that load, uh, you know, for this region along with the likes of, say, Matoa. Um, so, yeah, like, but they're, you know, they're not as, not as big and, I guess, require um, as much... No, I don't want to say work because each has their own, each has their own uh, amount of work. But it's not the event side of things where you know you're trying to cater for thousands arriving on course. It's you know smaller but smaller turnover type days. Um, yeah. So, but yes, you're right. Spring and summer, it's um, yeah, it's full on. Like it's big. It's good. Tell us some of the things that you've been doing over the last couple of months. What are some of the um, exciting things that have been in your workload and that you've been building to achieve? And then, you know, how did it all unfold? Yeah, good question. So my um, spring campaign, for want of a better term, uh, started at the start of May on on Turnbull Stakes Day. So uh, Turnbull Stakes Day is also Matoa Cup Day. Uh, so that was the first of my country cups. Uh, that went really well. The, 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 um, the attendance at that day was fantastic. Uh, I think off the back of COVID, you know, where, 
a little bit dubious as to whether we're going to bounce back and I kind of, I think I can safely say that I think that, well, I think that we have, uh, which is wonderful. So that was Matoa and then, yeah, I have a little, I have a couple of weeks grace and then uh, on Cox Plate Day is also Sonana Cup Day uh, and this goes back to, I guess, a point you made earlier that, you know, the, the, the bigger carnival days, I mean, we, a country, we piggyback off those days uh, and that works for us and, um, you know, they're, they're wonderful days of racing uh, and, yeah, so, you know, that, that was a wonderful day as well at Sonana. The week after that, Derby Day is also Mount Witchy Proof Cup Day. Um, that was a, that was a, that was a real, or set to be a really good day. Um, we had an awesome, awesome crowd in attendance. We had, uh, you know, everything going, but then, yeah, we did have a little um, unfortunate uh, issue following, I guess, the fourth race and that, yeah, the, we didn't get to run run the cup, unfortunately, but still had a great day. Um, and then, you know, the week after that is also the Arak Cup day. <laughs> so the Sunday, Sunday after that, it's the Donald Cup day. And that, that literally took me to what the 19th of, um, 19th of November. So I've been going pretty hard since the start of October. Uh, and, but I've just, yeah, just really recently finished my, my country cups. We've been following a lot of horses spring campaigns. And I think that you've got the most strenuous spring program out of any horse <laughs> that we have talked about on ladies who punt this season. <laughs> that is hectic. There's a lot of I, uh, backing. There's I a lot don't of backing think up if you're on. a horse, you could do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. <Faye. laughs> I, I sometimes I know how I do it. <laughs> now, I think me. if you ask my husband, he'd probably say, I don't do it. <laughs> Now, Penny Wynn, I think of club managers out in the regions of Victoria. I can't say someone like you pops into mind, someone young, female. You know, it's it's not what I think many people would picture when they, they would think of a, a club manager out in the regions. How did you come into this role? What were the significant steps in your career that, that led you to this incredible role? Firstly, thank you for saying that I'm young. That makes really makes my day. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, anyway, um, I don't feel young sometimes, but yeah, maybe I'm younger than the than the general demographic. Um, so I yeah, like I started, yeah, I started in the industry as a racing and events coordinator back in. A while ago, uh, 15 years ago, uh, with the Wimmer Racing Club, I kind of thought, wow, I just saw an ad advertising the paper and I thought I could do that. Um, I'd recently just moved back from overseas and, um, yeah, I thought, why not? Give it a, give it a go. Uh, and then, yeah, just look, my career, I guess that was my first step into the, the racing industry and a racing career. And I think it's just developed and evolved uh you know from there and before you were involved in racing what were you involved in I left I, I went to university in Melbourne I studied a business degree uh and then finished finished that did my honours year so you know that that was like that ended up being five or six years I think uh and then couldn't bear the thought of going into full-time employment so I did 
what most do when I went overseas and travelled and had intended to really only be away for that, you know, two-year working holiday. Um, And then I, I set up in Edinburgh in Scotland and used that as a base to work and travel um and then yeah then i met i fell in love uh met my now husband who's not a scotsman he's a south african uh and then we moved back here so uh and then you know back to what i i said earlier that you know i think within a week of being home um i opened up the local newspaper saw the racing and events coordinator job and thought to myself, well, I could do that. And um, I think, you know, within within two weeks of being back in Australia, I landed, landed that job. Penny, what would you say is the best part of your job? I think for me, it's the variety, the scope of my job. So, you know, I look after, oh, you know, one day I could be looking after uh, I don't know, a sponsorship arrangement for a club. And then the next day I could be at the race course um, running a set of jump outs or, and then the next day I could be, um, you know, meeting, you know, meeting with a, a, a group of like-minded community members to talk about how, you know, how we can build the day or, um, you know, and or build the community. So I think I like, I like the variety of the, of the, the role for me. Um it's, I think it's what keeps me challenged and keeps me interested. Um, it's, yeah, and, and dealing with a diverse range of people, I think is, you know, is great for me. Uh, I love, I love dealing with my committees and um, your volunteers. They, excuse me, they inspire me immensely. I mean, they're, they're, they're utterly because I love it. You know they're they're there because they're passionate. Um, they've uh, they've got a real connection to racing, and they you know to volunteer their time and um, energy to towards racing within their community. I think I mean I just think that's that's amazing. Uh, so they, these type of people really inspire me, and I love dealing with them because they're passionate and and they they sincerely want um, want their their club uh, and their race day. Uh, you know, to be the best that it can be, and and to to have every success. So that, yeah, that to me, on a volunteer level, is unreal. Your ambition is inspiring us, Penny. Don't you worry about that. What are some of the um, things that we can look forward to in your um, in your neck of the woods, in the Wimmera and also the Malia of the next coming months? Tell us what we can look forward to and also, um, you know, what events maybe or what people listening should be factoring in and circling in their calendar. Yeah, look, I mean, it's a it's a bit of a tough one because we're on the tail end of, you know, well, obviously on the tail end of spring. Um, I've, yeah, I still have a couple of country cups uh, to round off, you know, round off the season. So I spoke of Neil earlier on Boxing Day. That's a little bit of a tricky one in a sense because, you know, box, Boxing Day is amazing, but it's also an amazing family time for most people and, you know, you're usually uh, where your family is on Boxing Day. So, I mean, and that's that's the charm for Neil in a sense. I mean, they've got all, all their... Um, community that have once lived there or you know that have connections to Neil coming back to Neil for Boxing Day so that's that's their 
um, that's a positive of their race day. They draw their crowd from that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if anyone happens to be uh, in the Nil area uh, around Christmas, it, it's a really good one to go to. It's just relaxed. Um, it's festive. Uh, you know, everyone's in a great mood. Everyone's generally uh, happy and have, have just come off, um, you know, come off Christmas Day. So they're, you know, looking for something to do, get out and have a good time. Uh, so that's Nil on Boxing Day. I also have, um, so the Great Western Cup is another one at the end of January. Uh, so that one's on the Sunday, the 28th of Jan. That kind of falls on over that Australia Day long weekend. That that one's really unique. Uh, it's in a recreation reserve, um, stunning, um, you know, big old pine trees, uh, and it, it is a genuine uh country race day experience so yeah I mean it, it also has um you can camp there for the weekend uh we also have a limited number of glamping tents available too uh so yeah I think that I mean that one's a that one's a great one that, that's a little ripper um, I think we're all going to go to Great to Western so you mentioned a couple of things with Great Western and I must admit I've actually I know a lot about Great Western because I've gone through to get to Adelaide on a number of different occasions and I was actually didn't stop in but was driving past Great Western when Great Western Cup Day got called off because of fire but anyway that was a couple of years ago um all the sorts of things you have to deal with in your job no doubt you mentioned just then <laughs> no I, can't, I don't think that would have been a good day you'd mentioned just then that there's glamping there's camping um you know, that you're basically at the base of the Grampians, you know, there's so much to do. If we are scheduling yep. in, circling in the calendar, Great Western Cup Day, Australia Day weekend, who are you appealing to to come to this event? Is it, like, who is best suited? Is there a certain type of person or, or demographic that would have the best time or is it is there really something for everybody? I think there's a little bit for everyone, right? So, I mean, it, it, it could be a, it's a, also, it can be a super casual race day. I mean, it could be one that you can just arrive and pay your general admin, uh, walk in and um, just enjoy the the race day from the in a public sense. Uh, but we also run a, a kind of all inclusive package type setup that's really um, you know re really well received, uh, whereby you know you pay one ticket price and you we actually call it the birdcage just to. Um, just to piggyback off another successful yes. um, package. Um, <laughs> um, very unique. Uh, and, yeah, so that, I mean, that that gives you the comfort of, you know, uh, uh, you're in a pavilion, you've got a table, you've got a seat, you know, you've got a little bit of entertainment, you've got food, you've got wine. Um, great Western's a great uh, little wine village and, in fact, our major sponsor is Seppel and has been for, you know, 150 or close to 150 years. Uh, so, yeah, it's um, it's a good one to get to. Mm, sounds like we might be getting a table there, Grace. That sounds so good. I think so. <laughs> I think we can all say, Penny, that uh, listening to you explain more about your role at the Wimmera Racing Club, but in general, um, country racing and what these race days and what these big country cup events means to people, not just in the region, but just, 
you know, um, evoking that feeling, that warm and fuzzy feeling that we spoke of uh, among all people, um, it's really inspired us to get out and experience more of it. And no doubt I desperately want to go to one of these country cups you've mentioned, particularly Great Western, because I love the area. Um, so thank you so much for coming on our podcast and talking to us about what you do, how you got into it, and most importantly, how other people can get the same satisfaction and enjoyment out of country racing as you do. Thank you so much for having me. I've actually really enjoyed it and speaking to you two has been, um, yeah, it's been it's been really good and uh, you've both inspired me as well. <laughs> It's been great. Thank you. Grace, after chatting to Penny today in that interview, I just have the warm fuzzies all over, you know, talking about country racing and what it means to the community and also just the the feeling you get when you walk on course about it being personal and familiar and very welcoming and, you know, the hot summer air and the cool drinks and, you know, it's just, I'm so eager now to get out trackside to one of these country racing meetings. It's everything you just said, Fee, but it's also the fact that you're not walking into, you know, some some new modern building with aircon. You're literally walking into facilities that have not been touched in some instances. Like I think Penny mentioned at one stage that um, something was 150 years old. Like you're literally walking back in time when it comes to the facilities um, and just that sense of history and, and tradition that comes from that and knowing that there have been generations that have enjoyed the exact same experience that you're enjoying at that moment. It's just very, very special. And I think um, especially off the back of the spring racing carnival, there is no better time to go and experience that if you haven't experienced it before. I can safely say that while I haven't been to a heap of um, the Wimmera Racing uh, Club Country Cups that Penny was talking about, I've been to plenty of other Country Cups in the past. You know, they range in size. Ultimately, um, Warnable is a Country Cup. Uh, the whole Warnable May Carnival is a big country event, you know. That's as big as it gets. The Geelong Cup or the Bendigo Cup, they're massive country cups too. But we're talking all the way down to Nil on Boxing Day. And Nil, if you don't know where Nil is, it's basically – on the border or close to the border of South Australia, you know, it's not, there's not much going on around Neil, but I can guarantee that everybody in that vicinity, um, you know, within an hour and a half, two hours in every direction will be flocking to Neil on that day because it is that, that communal sense of um, excitement that everybody just loves to be a part of. So, um, yeah, I just think off the back of the Spring Racing Carnival, this is really, it's really important for us to showcase how good country racing is and what these country cups mean and how they make people feel. Yeah, and I love it that it's really just something for everyone. You know, I feel like city racing can be a little bit intimidating because of dress codes and, you know, like all of these different sort of, it can be a little bit hoity-toity, I have to say, even for myself. Like, I'm a pretty chill, down-to-earth country girl. And sometimes when I walk into these big city complexes, I go, I don't know if I belong here. Whereas with country racing, you can walk in in very casual clothing or if you are keen to do fashions on the fields, you can get super dressed up. Like, the spectrum is so yep. wide. It's just anything goes and I love that about country racing and also you can go and hang over the fence and talk to some trainer you know that's probably there just also in three-quarter pace um you know it's just not that same <laughs> level of frazzledness of 
you know, we've got to keep to time, this is important business. Everybody's, every single person within the racing industry in terms of participants, jockeys, trainers, stable staff, they're just much more relaxed and chilled. They're happy. So, you know, in terms of our listeners wanting to go and experience it, that, you know, even more hands-on, more up close and personal, it's the best opportunity to do that as well. Well, I think Penny really sold us on Great Western Cup Day, Grace, January the 28th. I think she said it was Australia Day weekend around there. I think this might be a good one for our next Ladies Who Punt meetup. So what we'll do is we'll float the idea on our social club page, see who would be interested in joining us perhaps at a table in the birdcage and yeah it would be very cool to all go together to what sounds like an incredible country cup day i think it's a really good idea fee because not only are we just all super pumped about this notion of going to a great western cup but also we've done so many events ladies who punt events now based in the city um let's go out into the country and let's go and explore a new region and also great western is a great one because it's in an excellent location you're right next to the grampians um you can stay you know anywhere in the grampians if you want to um so many things to do just in the area as well so i think we should lock it in well that is it for today our lovely listeners we hope you've enjoyed this special episode with penny penfold and we will be back next week for one final episode in 2023 before we go on our summer break and return in 2024 we're trying to tee up a very special guest for this final episode hopefully that goes well and we can secure them for a really interesting chat and we will see you then